Uh, there I am. There you, Sorry. there you go. Okay. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little oh. rusty. I'm gone <laughs> there you go. Folks, you got to pose in a matrix here. It is, uh, you got Brian and Dave together. Wow. Wow. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, it's, it's 7.03. We're doing a lot better on getting on, on the radio on time. And it is the 31st of January in 2022. So, and, and uh, the fun just continues and the beat goes on, so to speak. Uh, I know those are song titles. Uh, I just use the titles. So if there's copy written. Um, <laughs> funniest thing, folks, if you watched last week's show, um, at the end, I put uh, this video from a movie back in the 1970s. On there, just a little clip of it, and um, Twitch would not publish it. They said it was a copyright uh, violation. So, um, I guess this is an ever learning thing, huh, Brian? Yep. Ever Every learning. Day. Every day of life. Yeah. And we were, you know, we we always talk about. We get Brian and I get on like a half hour ahead of time and talk about what we're going to talk about. And um, <clears throat> so this has kind of been evolving uh, over the last half hour. <laughs> And um, so we are going to talk about um, the Canadian truck convoy and others around the world, actually. And are they being effective? And is uh, this the turning point to all this madness, which it looks like it may be, hopefully, and uh, thank the Lord. But um, but we uh, we got on a subject, folks, that Brian brought up and a uh, very interesting one. And we've talked about this before on this show is mm-hmm. the Black Eyed Children. And how they they, um, mostly are like teenagers and they ask to be let into cars or houses. And when they're let in, bad things happen. So everybody's being warned right now. Black-eyed kids come to your door. No matter what time of the day, do not let them in. Offer to call the police for them if they need that. Offer to call their parents that you won't find out about parents, believe me. Um, And most likely they'll go away. But they're creepy and they're satanic and... um, you don't want to deal with them. Well, Brian, why don't you tell us what you you found out recently about uh, black eyes? Well, um, there's the ones that you're talking about um, mm-hmm. that have been around for a while. I think there's been reports of these for quite a while, right, Dave? Yeah, probably 20 years or so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is a whole new generation. And folks, you, some of you might know this. This generation of black-eyed children is a product of the vaccinations. I have an article here, a video I can't show you, but um, I can read some of it to you. But um, what it does is the the vaccine, first of all, vaccination, the vaccinations by by the term definition is not a vaccine. It doesn't stop anything. So let's just get that out of the way. These are not vaccinations. These are experimental shots that make people sick or kill them. Period. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. And so they don't stop anything. They didn't stop Omicron. They didn't stop the variant. They didn't stop COVID. They won't stop. They couldn't stop anybody. They're, they're not, they don't work. And the scientific world, uh, Fauci and the, the lab in China and all these so-called experts are following the science know, already know this. Because if Dave and I know this and you guys know this, you know they got to know this. So what are they doing? I think they're experimenting on human beings, on gene therapy to change the human race. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Sure. Um, Like in the times of Noah, there was the Nephilim. Uh, They're interbred with uh, humans and you got these giants, some were giants, some were 
you know, deformed in another way, but the intelligence was off the chart. Well, these black-eyed babies, the article I've just got in front of me right here, um, if a, one parent has the vaccination and another's, another doesn't, there's a lot less chance that the child's going to come out with these big, round, huge black eyes. But if both parents are vaccinated, and, and actually, I need to go back. On the vaccinations, we have found out there's different batches of vaccinations. There's a placebo vaccination that you don't, because it's an experiment. So they give people placebos, but you think you're getting a vaccine. You might be just getting, hey, I'm fine. I feel great because you got a placebo and you didn't even know it. And then there's ones that aren't placebos and they give you an actual vaccine. And depending on your age, your health conditions and, and your the problems you might have medically, that will determine how it's going to affect you. And maybe you'll have mild symptoms and your bones and joints will ache for a while. It goes away and you're fine. You seem fine until you get the second shot and then you get the booster shot and the next shot. Slowly over time, as you take those shots, you're changing your DNA. Now, your soul is your soul. Uh, Dave and I are both believers in the Lord. And our, if you're a believer in, in Yeshua, your soul, you're saved, you're going to heaven. You're, you're, you're going to heaven. Your body is just the vessel you're living in while you're here. It's just the car. Okay, but that vessel, um, and I'm not saying uh, the believer, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So the vaccines may not affect you that way because uh, Paul, uh, on his journeys and his preaching, reached into a fire to, to, throw, to throw wood on a fire. He got bit by a poisonous snake. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And yeah. they're waiting for him to die, and he didn't die. He didn't, wasn't even affected by it. So we have an advantage as believers. So putting that aside, on a human body, these shots change your DNA, the mRNA gene therapy, spike proteins, they mess with your DNA. Right. And so with these, with these babies, from what I've read, and there's a short video, uh, it's on YouTube. Um, if both parents have the shot, there's a really, really good chance, depending on the batch of vaccines, that you could, not everybody, because I want to state that, not everybody, but it's more and more, there's children being born with huge black eyes, kind of hollowed out. Um, they're not Down syndrome, but they're slow. But they right. don't consider them Down syndrome. Um, but the other side effect is they're extremely strong. Uh, on these videos that I've seen, I wish I could show you, but I don't have the technology to put them on my computer, guys. It shows these little kids, six months old, crawling over a six-foot fence like a cat, just climbing up the fence and not struggling, just like Spider-Man climbing up the side of a building in the movies. Just, just the huh. same way, using his feet and his hands like a cat, like a squirrel climbing a wall. Wow. They climb right over a six-foot fence and they're six months, maybe a year old, maybe a year and a half old. And it shows them doing these uh, unbelievable things. I mean, some of the videos that I saw, you got to be careful. They might have been doctored. But a lot of them I saw didn't look like they were too doctored. And then they had doctors actually and scientists interviewed and says, yeah, it, we're having more and more births. And they call them post-vaccine COVID births, where both parents are vaccinated. 
right? And these children are basically mutants, is what they are. That's what the article uh-huh. said. They're mutants, and mutant is the, the term for you're mutating a human cell to be something it's not supposed to be, right? Non-human. So um, their learning capability is slowed down. Um, but their physical capability has been altered significantly. It's going to be interesting to see if the Lord doesn't come back in the next few years, how these children will grow up in the next few years and how strong and agile they will be. But, but uh, uh, mentally and cognitively, they're not, not all there. So, um, and why would they do this? Gosh, you know, I don't know, Dave, you know, there's so many scenarios why these scientists would make such a thing. Well, there's many scenarios. One is a one world government. They want to depopulate the earth. We've already talked about that in other shows, right, Dave? Right. About uh-huh. depopulation. But another thing is what happened during the flood in Noah is man wanted to be like God. That's how this whole thing started with Adam and even the garden. Will The serpent says, will you not be like God if you, if you eat of this fruit? And we don't know mm-hmm. if it was an apple or not. We just say apple. Let's just say apple, but we don't know for sure. But it was something that it looked good to Eve that she wanted to eat. So, and Adam, and they both took it. They both ate it. And because what was their downfall? They wanted to be like God. Yeah. But there's only one God, and there's always enough room on the throne for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Father's right. at the top. And he's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. So ever since Genesis, even until now, mankind has tried to be like God. Right. And what are, the, what are the attributes or what are the things that they want to be like God? One is they want to live a long time, if not forever, as long as they can. Two, mm-hmm. they want physical strength and power to do things normal humans can't do to bring fear on the rest of the masses because of their abilities. And that's how during the tribulation, the Antichrist is going to put fear into people by the false prophet doing amazing things, even calling fire from the sky. Right. And so this gene therapy, it's not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy Frankenstein experiment on humans. And now they're putting it in our, our, in our genes and two-year-olds, they want to vaccinate from six months now. Six months they want to vaccinate. Yeah. Why are they pushing this? Because I believe they want to perfect this. And they call it a vaccine, but it's actually gene therapy. And they want to perfect it down to where they can actually use it on selected people in the future to make them superior to everybody else. And it's Genesis 8, I think, with the Nephilim. I didn't say Dave, I think it's eight or six. They were men of renown. Right. Men of right? old, men of renown. And uh-huh. it says men of renown. It doesn't say Nephilim. It says men of renown. That means they were famous for their strength, their, their intellect at the time around the known world. They were feared for their size and strength and intellect. So we're right back there again. How did these men... Well, we've talked about in other shows, angels have a relationship with women. He even says that. But even after that, I'm reading between the lines. 
um, there was a lot of technology and we've done a show, I can't remember his name, we did it with, um, about the cell phone, ancient cell phones, ancient tablets. Remember right. that, Dave? Yeah, with that? Uh, John, Jonathan Gray. We need to get him back on. Yeah. Guy. It was great. So I agree. we're right back to where we started. We're right back to, to Genesis again with COVID. And I kept thinking, oh, COVID is for control. Yeah, they want to use it to change our laws, take our freedoms away. But it's more sinister and deeper than that. It's an experiment on the human body, on the human spirit, to kill as much as it can to depopulate the earth. Because that's the one world order's, um, that's their constitution. That's what they want to do. That's and right. then they want to build back better. You've heard that before, build back better. Oh, yeah. Build back better with better humans. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing with like uh, Captain America and the Marvel movies, that's not far-fetched anymore. That's right. That's not far-fetched to have a person like that alive. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Are there people like that alive now? I don't know, but I imagine so. I, I, I wouldn't bet against it. Of course, they're not going to tell us who they are and what they're doing. But um, the things you used to think were impossible 20 years ago, ah, that's just, I mean, think about um, Dave and I are from an older generation, but we're from a generation that never had computers and cell phones in high school, right, Dave? That's right. We had eight tracks and cassettes and our Mustangs and Fairlanes, a 65 Ford Fairlane, you know, with a two barrel carburetor. Now, a little teeny Honda Civic can blow the doors off a Corvette out of the 70s. Uh-huh. You know? And, um, right. and so, technology, if you would have told me in the 70s, that we'd be talking on these little devices and typing and sending words and messages across the airwaves. And if you could print it out on a piece of paper or see it on a screen in an email, I would say you're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the very thing you folks thought or we thought is happening now, even now the stuff that we're getting now is going to be outdated in just a few years. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get off the subject, but they're coming out with, um, oh, what is it? Quantum quantum computing where everything is digitalized and what's it called for security for computers they um, they put it in some type of computer language where you can't yeah encryption is going to be going out the door here in the next five to ten years with Mm -hmm. this quantum I've been reading up on this quantum is going to take encryption and get rid of it because it can be it can be decrypted. It can be yeah. hacked. Mm-hmm. And the quantum that's coming is going to get rid of all that. But mm-hmm. it's also going to track you. And they track us. You think they track us now? Wait till quantum comes out. Right. They will know you where you are in real time, every day, every moment of the day, no matter where you are, Antarctica, on the moon, under the bottom of the ocean, they will know you're there, what you're doing, who you're with. And I don't have that. They won't need a ship for it either, right, Brian? What's that? You won't need a chip for it either. Need a chip. Quantum doesn't need a chip. So, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> I don't want to be negative here because I know there's people in our audience that have been vaccinated. If you've been vaccinated, Google things you can take and supplements. Don't get any more vaccinations. Stop. If you've mm-hmm. had one, two, or three, you just need to stop. Right. And then Google stuff that you need to take, like zinc and vitamin C and things that will help you uh, reverse some of the effects. But 
we're going to, I think you talked about this last week or the week before, but there are things, and I'll get back to the children. There are things in these vaccines, magnetic devices, you know, we talked about, um, right. Nanoparticles, um, mm-hmm. the, the bots and things like that. Right. Well, 5g just came out in a, you've probably seen on the news folks, the, the airports were afraid to fly their aircraft because it, it could affect aviation. And, but mm-hmm. these tech companies, we don't care. They don't care if you right. fall out of the sky and die in a 747 with 300 other people. They don't care. So it's because it's about control. So these uh, new devices that are coming out are going to track what's in the shot. Mm-hmm. They are going to keep track of you by what's in the shot. And what's in that shot, it may not be stopping COVID. There never was their plan to stop COVID. It was, never was. It's just get this straight. Right. This is a fake pandemic. Is the disease COVID real? Probably was real. Probably it came from a lab. But is it everything they said it was going to be? No. Um, the variants are getting weaker and weaker. Um, it was all designed for scare tactics to change our countries that we live in, our laws, and all our countries where we're from to lock us down. But on the other hand, the technology side was always their end game. The end game is they want to track everybody and they know certain people aren't going to take a chip. Excuse me. So what a better way to get a chip in you to make you think if you don't take this shot, you're going to get sick and die. Mm -hmm. And that's what they did. If they would have said, we're going to line everybody up and you better get this thing in your hand or your forehead. A lot of people, Christians or not, know what 666 is. There's no way they're going to do it. You tell them, if you don't get this shot, you're dead. Or you're going to get so sick, you're going to be, you wish you were dead. So Mm -hmm. what do they do? They put it in a vaccine. They put it in a nasal swab. They put it in whatever they can. They put it in a shingles vaccine. They're pushing shingles really bad down here in California. Yeah, here too. And and yeah, and that's just another that's just another vaccine. I don't want to get into that, but so now they can only track you. They want to change your humanism, human, mm-hmm. who you are as a human. And I've read some articles by changing one. I think it's called genome in your body one can change everything in your body mm. by changing one by one. And so with these children, these are post vaccine COVID children. They're not unvaccinated children, even though some have vaccinated children are down syndrome that's been going on for decades and years and years right. and years. That's just a defect from how, I don't know how, I don't know the medical, Part of that, I don't want to get into it, but I know with these vaccines, more and more children are coming out with extreme strength, motor skills are diminished, their eyes are black, they're pale, they look a certain way, they don't look down center, but they look, they have this different look to them. And this has started in the last year. So a year, and the vaccines have been out about a year, maybe a little longer. Mm-hmm. And now these children are starting to be born. <clears throat> They're starting to be born in the last three months or four months, whatever, how long it's been since the vaccine. It's been over a year, maybe 
November, so December, January, like 15 months. So now you have kids being born and they're, they've changed them. They've yeah. changed them. And I said this to Dave uh, before the show, folks. These people who are doing this should be shot. They should be arrested and hung and imprisoned for life, at, at least. Uh, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible what they're doing. It's right. It's I, I. There's a hot place in hell for these people because this is what they're doing is terrible. That's um, right. And they're doing it to everybody. It doesn't matter what country you're from. It doesn't matter what your skin color is, what your nationality is. It doesn't matter how educated you are. They're doing it to all of us, mm-hmm. all of us. And this is a time more than ever, wherever you live in your country, in our country, in America here. Uh, hold on, Brian. Okay, let me just stop him. Yeah, go ahead. No, for some reason, this this thing bumps you out, and then I got to bring you back in. So right. you're good. You're back on. Okay. We should come together, whether you're a believer or not. If you're a human being and you want freedom in your country and you want, you need to fight back like those, uh, I'll go in, I'm done. I'm just going to take you right in. We should do what those truckers are doing. We should start pushing back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, let's encapsulate a little more though on the, um, these black guy kids, because um, I, and I talked about this book last year. I read it by Dr. David Jacobs. He uh, is a hypnotherapist that has talked with a lot of uh, alien abductees who, um, who wish to find out what happened to them. And right. um, he's finding out more and more that what they're doing is they're, they're using the sperm and the ovum from the, uh, from the humans to make a new race of human beings. Right. And, and that they're, they're David Jacobs' um, concern is that their main goal is to replace humanity. Okay, now what if they could do that through a vaccine? Okay, what if there is some kind of um, fellowship or conjuncture between these fallen angels? Because that's what they really are, mm-hmm. and and um, and uh, the um, the scientists or whatever uh, to make these things. Um, it'd be just like the days of Noah, because you have the Nephilim again. Okay, and a lot of people think that. <clears throat> these beings that are being created, they're called hubrids now, not hybrids, but hubrids. Um, and it's a really interesting book to, it's called They're Among Us, I think is the name of it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a really good read. It's a, it's a little redundant, but it's a good read. But anyway, <clears throat> I was thinking, um, when you were talking about it, we started talking about the black eyed babies. Um, I, I Right away, um, Joel's already crossed into my head. Okay, it well, it was placed there by the Lord, I know, but um, and I just like to read it's like maybe 11 verses, yeah, and it's uh, it's talking about an army in the last days, it's basically invincible. And you talked about how these kids could climb, um, they could just climb a fence like that and fall to the other side and get up and walk away. Well, falling to the other side would hurt a normal child, doesn't seem to hurt those, those babies, no. You know? So um, anyway, uh, it's in Joel, and it's talking about the last days, okay, which I believe that we're in. Yeah. Um, if we're not in the very last of the last days, we're, we're real close. Um, it says, blow you the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in the holy mountain, which is Jerusalem, and let mm-hmm. all the inhabitants of the land uh, tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh and is nigh at hand. 
a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and strong, there hath not been ever like it, neither shall any more be thereafter it, even to the many years and many generations. A fire devoureth before them, and behind them a flame burneth, and the land is as the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses and as horsemen. I don't quite know how to equate that right yet, but so they, as horsemen, so they shall run. Um, the noise, uh, like the noise of chariots and the tops of the mountains, shall they leap, and like the noise of the flame the, that fire to devour at the stubble, a strong people set in battle array. Now, before I go on, there's there's a guy, um, Todd Bentley, um, who claims to be a Christian, but the evidence are that's probably that's not true, but um, that claims that this is a these are Christians. <laughs> Or people that are saved during the tribulation, okay, that are that are going to become a great army. But this is the demonic army, as you'll see. Um, before their faces, people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men, and they shall climb the wall like the men of war. And they shall march everyone to his own ways, uh, on his own way. Excuse me. And they shall not break their ranks. Uh, neither shall one thrust one another. They shall walk in every everyone in his path. And when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run uh, upon the wall. They shall climb upon the houses. And they shall enter into the windows like a thief. Climbing up a wall, that just really just struck me when I read that. Um, mm-hmm. The earth shall quake before them, and the heavens shall tremble, and the sun and the moon shall be dark. And the stars shall withdraw from their shining. And the Lord, let's see, this is the last verse. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. And we'll explain that in a minute. For the, his camp is very great, and he is strong and executeth his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? Um, I think that's where they get that this is an army of the Lord, uh, believers or whatever. Um, because he say, the Lord is saying, or Yahweh is saying that he is going to use his army. But Yahweh uses a lot of different things that don't necessarily belong to him. He used Balaam um, mm-hmm. to, to speak good. Um, he, uh, I'm trying to think, he, uh, he turned armies against themselves. You know, so just because it says that it's his army, it means that he's using them for his purpose. Not necessarily that he has commissioned them uh, to be his army, but that he has somehow tweaked them, for lack of better words, um, to do his purpose instead of what they were originally meant to do. So um, anyway, I I was thinking about the black-eyed children that have come before. Um, I think mostly that they're probably a spiritual manifestation that comes into the physical and becomes physical for a little while. but then they go back to wherever they were, if it's a UFO or whatever, I don't know. Um, but just the fact that these things, uh, these children, be born, now, there's a bunch of questions that come up, Brian, right? It's, mm-hmm. are they human? Are they 100% human? You know, um, do right. they have 46 chromosomes or do they have more chromosomes? Um, you know, uh, here's a good one. Are they redeemable? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and if, if not, why, why? Because, you know, it's not their fault that they were born. Then we have to go into the whole, um, uh, you know, there are some people that are just born bad, you know. Um, there, it just raises like a thousand questions. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's just amazing. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. I just had to interject that a little bit. No, little, no, keep uh, going. No, that was a little fodder for people to start thinking. You what know, passage was that? That was Joel what? Joel chapter 2, 1 through 11. Joel chapter 2. Okay. But um, that's, that's a great passage. Oh, the whole book is great. Mm -hmm. Folks, that book tells you that the very day that Yeshua is going to go to the cross. Uh, if, if you do the math uh, correctly, use 360 day years. Um, it's just it's just amazing. But um, so the future looks pretty interesting. Um, if these things are going to be, you know, start coming in number, because look at all the people that have been um, vaccinated around the world. You know, and I, I'm not so sure that Pfizer and um, and uh, oh, the Moderna are the only mRNAs. Um, I think that maybe because uh, there's Sinovax, I think, which is a vaccine that the Chinese are giving out, and then the Russians have their own vaccine. Okay, and uh, and then we have the two mRNAs, and I think there's two virus vector vaccines um, that that change the DNA also. So it'd be interesting to find out if it's the Pfizer or the Pfizer and the COVID, or you just erase those and put um, Johnson and Johnson or AstraZeneca, you know, if there's one vaccine that's causing that, or if they all do. So that's it mm -hmm. folks. If you want to do some homework, please do some research and get back to us on that. Yeah, that'd be great. But um, getting back now to the, the, what we were really going to start talking about, and that's okay. It's only been a half hour. We got two hours show. Mm -hmm. Um, there's an awesome thing happening in Canada, and I think it's happening in other places around the world, um, where a whole bunch of truckers are getting together in protest. Now, this is nothing new because they did this up in um, up in the state capitol here in Oregon not too long ago. Um, with with these mandates and stuff, they actually blocked off the capitol building and stuff. And um, and while the message did get out, it, it got out kind of in a jaded fashion because the liberal press was covering it. And uh, they just kind of fluffed it off as a bunch of fanatics, which actually is happening in Canada. Um, the Canadian press is, oh, yeah, these are a bunch of rebels. They're, they're no, not very many in number. But, Brian, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that, that convoy is like 40 miles long. It, I, I, yeah, 40 miles. I saw uh, 50,000 trucks. Yeah. So it might even be longer than that. But yeah. And they, they basically took over the Capitol. They just parked their trucks and walked away. Yeah, and a little Justin mm -hmm. Trudeau ran away from it. Yeah, you know? he's calling them a fringe group. But there's, <laughs> they're, they, all along the 3,000-mile, 4,000-mile trip, the people came out from every town, every city. We're giving them food and coffee, and we're cheering them on. Right. So, yeah, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. No, 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 that's yeah. good. That's good. And, you know, when it comes to insulting people, there's, there's two groups that I really don't think it's well, three, maybe, um, mil ex-military, um, truckers and bikers are three people that I would choose not to insult. Okay. Uh, that's right up at the top of the list anyway, you know, um, cause truckers are, I know, I know truckers. I got some friends that are truckers and they're rough characters. 
They really are. They don't take anything from anybody. Yeah. And they're loose cannons, many of them. And, uh, you know, God help, help anybody that comes against them. But, uh, um, so yeah, they're doing that there. And I think the, uh, here in the States, they're, they're planning on doing something similar. I've heard talk about, um, in Belgium, they're going to start doing something that's supposed to spread all down through the European union. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, in Italy, <clears throat> although Australia. I've read that Australia is another one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, people have had enough. It's, it's like, that's it. This is garbage. We're not putting, <laughs> I'm mad as heck and I'm not putting up with it anymore. And I said, heck, I didn't say hell. So I didn't copyright in French. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I just got to have some fun with that. Sorry. Um, so the fact that now I, I saw videos today, uh, Brian, of um, actually a police officer that was um, outside of the parliament building up there shaking the hands of the protesters. Um, wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I think either one, he, uh, he knows he's outnumbered and he's just being careful. Or two, he supports them, or maybe it's both. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But um, it was just interesting to see that, you know, in Australia, you know, the cops would come in and start breaking heads, you know, and uh, maybe in some cities here, it's the same, especially on the West Coast. And um, by the way, did we mention the New York legislature yet? No. Okay, real, real quick, folks, before we get back to the truckers again. Um, I read today, um, and it's been confirmed that the, uh, that a, um, New York State Supreme Court justice found that the mandates in New York are illegal and they're unconstitutional and said they have to stop, uh, which is really good. And the reason being that um, that the mandates were, were supposed to be under the emergency authorization. And supposedly in New York, it's not an emergency anymore. So the mandates are null and void. And they also said that the uh, so, such legislation has to go through the legislature and be passed as a law. It can't be a mandate. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, so there's some more good news, but um, the truckers rising up is just, is, a, is awesome. It really is. And um, I hope that we see more and more of it. Now, folks, if it happens, realize that maybe food might be a little sparse on the shelves. That auto part you've been waiting for, well, you might have to wait an extra week for it. Um, you know, you, Put the scenario in any way you want to but um there's there's if it does happen here in the states um there's going to be a little shortages shortages here and there um but you know if that's the only sacrifice that we have to make brian right um right. you know to have to put up with maybe um four rolls of toilet paper instead of eight or, or whatever uh mm -hmm. that's a very small price to pay considering what our, our founding fathers here in the states mm -hmm. had to go through you know oh yeah well they were rich no they weren't uh, a couple may, may have been but a lot of them lost their farms they lost their lives they lost everything trying to get freedom in this country and um, they paid the ultimate price many of them so um, we're not being asked to pay the ultimate price yet i don't know if that's ever going to come up but mm -hmm. um so you know if it happens Cut the truckers some slack and don't, you know, the stupid truckers, you know, the minute it becomes a inconvenience for somebody, you're going to start hearing complaining. And uh, so just don't do that. Okay. Let it all play out its course and let it happen. And uh, maybe we'll get our freedoms back um, to a reasonable level like we had them before. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe even better. Who knows? 
maybe this 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 clan in Washington D.C. will all be uh, will all be hung. You know, uh, Brian, real quick, um, I keep these things flash in my head, and I have to get them out mm-hmm. because they're a flash, and I forget flashes. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, (laughs) There was there was a press conference with Nancy Pelosi. Now, I don't know if this was um, recent or if it's an old press conference, Um, but she had a bunch of Latinos in there and the Latinos were accusing her of not honoring her promise to to get them all the freebies that they want now that they're here in this country, you know, granting amnesty and stuff like that. And uh, they were shouting at her. I mean, shouting, you lied, you lied, you lied. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. Go, go, go. You know, when you see people that are scoff laws yelling at the person that's allowing them to be a scoff law, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of interesting to see. It's it's like the enemy is is in total confusion and they're battling one another now. You know, and it, it's glorious to see, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I love it. They're turn they're turning on them. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally, people are waking up. The Great Awakening maybe is happening. Yeah. And um, uh, now I I am on Telegram, actually. We use Telegram, folks, because you're not censored like you are in so many of these other things. And I can write to Brian with the reasonable assurance that, you know, that uh, the Democratic Party isn't reading my emails or, or, or messages. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that could all be a fallacy, too. Maybe they can. But I feel I feel safe. So that's all that matters. Um, but, um, so we've been using this forum to go back and forth and there's one, um, group that you can get on there and it's a QAnon group. And I, you know, I've expressed my concern that QAnon, you know, you know, are they real? Are they, you know, has this all been a, um, some kind of psyops from the government to kind of get a rise off of other things? And, you know, is Trump really coming back? Well, whatever. Uh, right now it's whatever. I really don't care. Um, maybe we can do it without Trump, but, um, it's, um, it's just been interesting to watch the different things that have been coming across on a little group. And I mean, I'm getting like 30 or 40 posts a day on there of different things that are happening. And a lot of the stuff I send you, Brian comes from there mm-hmm. and it comes from other, other similar groups, one in South Africa and one in Israel. Um, it's funny how you got to go overseas to get your own to get news anymore, but, um, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, um, anyway, sorry, folks, still got a little bit of a cough from that thing. We had the last three weeks or so, but not coughing like last time, praise the Lord. Um, but, uh, so Brian, have you read about other, um, rebellions or civil disobedience acts or anything else that we can talk about? Yeah, you pretty much covered it. Um, just, just right around where I live, um, people are just tired of it. They're just they're mm-hmm. tired of the mass, their hypocrisy. Um, you can just see it. You can hear it and feel it when you're out and about doing your shopping or whatever you're doing. Um, people still do the mass, but like like I said weeks ago, I go into Home Depot to go buy, you know, shopping to buy things, and in the beginning of the pandemic, everybody had a mask on. You pulled it below your nose. You were almost kicked out of the store. Yeah. I haven't right. worn my mask in Home Depot in months. Uh-huh. And and a lot of the workers at the local Home Depot here, they have their mask on, but it's all down to their chin or below their nose. Or there's several, not several, there's quite a few 
customers walking around without their masks and yeah. nobody says a thing. No, wonderful. It's like, yeah, I, um, you know, I have to wear it cause I work here, but you don't good for you. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> so I, I think, uh, I, I don't think I know COVID is dying a slow death, but it's like a wild in these blue states. It's like a bear or a wounded animal that's backed into a corner. Um, right. They've been wounded. They're going to die, but they're going to fight right to the end. Mm-hmm. And I think these blue states um, are, are going to do that. They're going to fight right to the end, right up until they get either kicked off by an election or they have to buckle because of the pressure of the political pressure. Because right. uh, I can't remember the number, but in Congress, I, I don't want to exaggerate, I'll see a low number at least 20 congressmen and senators are not rerunning for their posts. Mm. They're not going to run. The de- excuse me, Democrats. These 20 to 30 Democrats are not running again. Right. And they're not ready. They're, these people aren't old. They're, they've been in there for a while, but they're not like a Nancy Pelosi who's been in there forever. And they're not going to rerun. So why? Because they see a storm coming. They see the people of the country are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. And uh, the fear mongering, you know, the being forced. I mean, if I was a vaccinated person and I'm not, and I was told, cause I remember this happening a few months ago, Dave, you probably remember this. You get vaccinated, you get to have your life back. No mass, no social distancing. You can go anywhere you want. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Now you vaccinated. Oh, and it's, it stops the virus. They, they say, oh, we never said that. They did say that. They did say, you get this vaccine, it'll keep you alive, you won't get COVID. Well, we found out that that's not true. I don't want to go into all the stats because everybody probably already knows this, but no, you can still get COVID. Matter of fact, most of the people getting COVID are vaccinated. Most of the people, seventy, at least 70% or more, who are dying from it are vaccinated. Yeah. And the other ones that are dying have comorbidities and they're, they're just sick anyway. Um, they would die from the regular flu. Right. And so um, the whole narrative of the left is falling apart. And that's why the truckers are so upset. That's why they're like, hey, if truckers and just hardworking people are, have common sense, and they're smart. If they see bodies lining up on the street like cordwood, we have a pandemic. I just reading about the Black Plague during the 14th century. And um, I'm going off memory here. I saw a video on it just a few days ago. And the world's population about that time was 200 million. What was it that died? For 20 to 40, 40 million people died. 30, yeah. 40 or 50 million people died during the plague. 25 mm-hmm. to 30% of the world's population died. Right. I mean, is, is this safe? I think it's more than that. I think I might've been up to 50, 50%. So mm-hmm. imagine if that happened today, you're talking 4 billion people dying. You would literally see there'd be so many bodies, Dave, you couldn't bury them fast enough. They would be on the yep. streets, just like in the movies stacked up mm-hmm. by cordwood being burned put them in piles and burn them i'm not trying to be all more morbid here you know gross here but it's just 
this was not a pandemic. This right. was a pandemic. And it didn't come out quite the way that Democrats and liberals wanted. They wanted more death. They wanted more destruction, but they didn't get it. So what are they doing? They are manufacturing it themselves out of just the narrative. They're lying right. about what well, folks. I mean, you, I, I'm, I love our audience because they're so uh, knowledgeable and up to date. But why are we allowed in the hospital for our own safety? Really? One person can't go in. A husband can't see his wife dying in the bed because it's not safe. Well, then it's not safe for the doctors and nurses. What are they doing in there? Yeah, exactly. Are they just going to get infected and infect all of us when they go home? Mm-hmm. They have to leave the hospitals and go home every night to their spouses. That's right. Why, why can't we put a mask and gown on and maybe a, a positive, how about positive pressure ventilation? We'll go in there, yeah. sneak a pot, you know, with the SCBA on, self-contained mm-hmm. breathing apparatus. So right. um, Why? because the hospitals aren't filled with COVID patients. Mm-hmm. And they even, uh, down here now, when they talk on the news, they don't say they don't say they have COVID. It's because, it's not because of COVID. It's because after they get in their test and they find they're positive, but they're in there for a heart attack. Right. And now they're saying, at least down in LA County, that uh, 50 to 60% of the people in the hospitals, or maybe more, aren't there because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They're there because of the flu or for cancer or whatever, what a heart attack, but they get tested, which I don't know why they're testing them. They shouldn't be testing them unless they have consent. Right. If they're just testing people and they're not being consented, that's another issue. Um, so right. they're bringing their numbers up. So I would be safe to say minimum, minimum, I'm being very conservative here, that 50% of the people that have died from COVID didn't really die from COVID. Right. I'd say it's more like 90%, mm-hmm. in my opinion, from, from what I've read. And now, in the beginning, the COVID really wasn't doing what they said it was going to do. So they thought, we got to poison these people with these vaccines so we can keep this thing going and change the narrative, bring laws in, change the DNA and depopulate the earth. They have a bunch of things they want to do. And so that's what they're doing. And now the people that are getting sick are most of them. And you won't hear this on the news here. They see down here in L.A. It's because of the unvaccinated. But if you look at the stats from the CDC, it's the opposite. Mm. Three quarters of people are COVID. And this is the CDC. And so now there's new variants coming out because these drug drugs, these poisons, are creating immune immune deficiency in the patients and mutating them at the same time. And now the actual patient or the person that got the shot is now developing a new type of strain of sickness, whatever you want to call it, and giving it to the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. That's Omicron is an example, I think. Right. And so they it basically is like, I used to do termite and dry rot repair in my early career as a carpenter. It's like going in, tearing out a bunch of termite infested wood and repairing it. And before I leave, I leave a whole bottle of termites, nice live ones and put them all in the ground and leave. 
I just defeated what I did. That's what the vaccines are doing to people. Yeah. They're, they're leaving the termites behind because they don't want it to end. They do not want it to end. And so now you have a, you have a disease of the vaccinated spreading amongst the population of these variants. These variants, I believe, are caused by the vaccinations, not by the original COVID, because original COVID was a bunch of garbage. It wasn't, it right. wasn't, it wasn't what it was. So going back to the freedom with these truckers, they are, they know this. People have common sense. Okay, come on. I don't see people lining up, falling dead in the streets like the Black Plague. I, I have, and, and there's people out there that have died. I have friends that have died. And one of them that I know of was vaccinated. And he went in the hospital after about two weeks after being vaccinated. He died about a month later. Was it the vaccine? I don't know. I'd have to do an autopsy. We'd have to, it sure sounds, smells to me. This person was very healthy. He's in his early, mid sixties, very healthy, uh, strong man. And boom, in a month he's gone. And he's vaccinated. So um, I'm not discounting there was death. I'm just discounting how they died. Mm-hmm. And and so now you've got these truckers. You've got it started actually with the uh, the health department with the firefighters. It's, this actually started a few months ago. Firefighters and police officers said we're not doing this. We're not getting the shot. So you have all over the country nurses, doctors, firefighters quitting hospital. Right. And that wasn't enough to stop them. Why wasn't it? Because that's what they wanted. They only want people in the hospitals that will go along with them and do what they want. So they had to weed everybody out that was going to be a problem. And so they did. That's why they forced it because they wanted to weed out the doctors and firefighters and whoever, police officers that were against them, that they knew would be a problem. So they forced them out. Right. But you can't force truckers out because not everybody can drive a, an 18-wheeler. I can't. I probably could no, get me it started, but I couldn't back it up and go around. I mean, I'd be tearing neighborhoods apart with that thing. I mean, <laughs> the trailers are 40 feet long, not counting the front, which is the tractor. You know, 40, 50 to 60 foot long building you're pulling behind you. And it weighs, I think uh, when they're loaded, they, I think the trailer's 80,000 pounds when they're loaded. Right. So 40 tons, not counting the tractor. And I think the tractor's... 15,000 pounds or 20,000. It's a lot of weight going down the road. Yeah. And, and so this, what's going on with these truckers is awesome because this, this is, they, this is the only thing the governments can't control mm-hmm. because not everybody can drive a truck, you know, and, right. um, and you can't, you, there's not enough national guards to drive 50,000 trucks. You would deplete right. our national guard. So these truckers, um, I, I'm praying for them that this keeps going. And I think the good news is I think a lot of this is going to go away because of politics. These, a lot of these countries, and especially in America, we have elections coming up in November. And I think a lot of these, uh, what's going on with the truckers is going to push a lot of these. It's going to force these politicians to back off. Right. I, I do. I think they're going to have really to back bad. off. And if they double down on the mandates, they're, and we have another election, 
um, they're not, it's not going to be good for these people. They're going to lose, even if it's fixed, because I think so many people are going to come out and vote. It's going to overwhelm the system, even if they're cheating. I think we're right. going to lose. So um, they are cheating. But um, you just, I, I'm, I think people have had enough, Dave. I think they've, they've, they're done. You know, they're done. They don't want their kids being taught through the internet anymore they don't want um they don't want to do masks in school they don't want to do the shots and they're they're tired of being bullied and and you know what's it's exciting it's not just you and me and the people who watch our show but like bill maher mm -hmm. bill maher on his night show he came out and said come on what's going on here but this has got to end bill maher said right. You know, mm -hmm. more and more liberals. And now the liberals are fighting amongst each other because the ones that don't want it to end are criticizing the liberals that want it to end. And so now the Democrat Party is actually fighting amongst itself. And yeah. and an army that is fighting itself is not going to stand. Right. And, and you know, that's what it goes to bu bullies. Like when you come up against a bully and you stand in front of that bully and you stand your ground, he backs down almost 100% right. of the time. That's right. Because he's because bullies are really afraid in the first place. That's why they're bullies, because they have fear in them. But they cover it up with aggression, and they make people afraid of them. Because, but in reality, that bully is actually afraid of you. Right. And so these truckers like Trudeau, he's hiding somewhere in his country, I guess. Mm -hmm. He took off out of the Capitol. Yeah. You know, he's not even there. And he's mm -hmm. calling them names and doing all this stuff from a source. <clears throat> and if you see the videos of these guys, you probably have Dave. There, there, there's no violence. There's no, no, there's no actually, there's no vulgar, you know, speech. They're just there. They just said we're going to stay here until he takes away the mandates. Right. So you got fifty thousand trucks in a city parked everywhere. You just can't tow them. It would take you months and months and months and months to tow them because right. there's special tow trucks to, to pull those things. And so they're, they're stuck. And I'm, I pray these truckers spread all over the world like it is. And it's time to stand up. And then I, I've said this the last show a few weeks ago, as long as the Lord hasn't returned and Christians and are still here and not just Christians, but just good people, are still here. Um, the world order can't come to fruition. It can't. Right. There's a force that's in the way. It, it can't. The new world order, as much as it wants to come and much as the deep state wants to be in charge, it can't be fully in charge until after the Lord takes the church away. Yeah. Because it, it's being blocked and it's being blocked by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. and, and and through through the believers and through just good people who are standing up for their freedoms. And so I believe that I didn't think this a few months ago, but I'm thinking better times are ahead. Right. I think better times are ahead. And I was thinking um, when you were talking, these governments think, I, you know, if you want to know what's going to happen, history is a great teacher. Um, the Revolutionary War with England, they were, they were tyrannical 
leaders oppressing the people, overtaxing us, you know, uh, the Tea Party, the original Tea Party, right? Right. And finally, the people here that had been here for years and who started this country had enough. We left that part of the world so we wouldn't have to put up with a dictator called a king. We right. came here to start a new world and you're doing the same thing to us that you did over there. We've had mm-hmm. enough. Right. You know, that was a bloody war. And, but basically the rebels just had basically pitchforks and a few rifles and we beat them. We mm-hmm. beat them. We became right. American. Um, when else, when, when else did this happen? It happened, um, oh, um, during, um, 1948, May 17th, 1948, when Israel became a nation, I think it's May 17th. Israel had been occupied, um, not, had not been a state of Israel for many centuries, as we know. It was called Palestine. And there was a small number of Jews living in Israel at the time. This is after World War II. Right. And Dave, you know this, a lot of the people know this. Basically, when the UN declared that Israel was a state, within a few days, there was a huge war. I think six mm-hmm. countries came against them from all sides. That's right. And if you read about this, Israel, the people of Israel, they were farmers, basically just farmers. And uh, they had pitchforks and hoes and a few guns. I think one machine gun. I think they had one machine gun. Mm -hmm. And they beat back six countries. Yeah. There was just a few of them. And they beat them back. Because you know why? Well, first of all, the land was, it was God was behind it, obviously, and, and gave them a miracle. But when you do the right thing and you know you're doing the right thing in God's eyes, he will back you up. If you That's don't right. give up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Israel was God's chosen people. It's his, it's his chosen country right now. Uh, you know, I mean, it just is. He brought the Messiah through there and through for us. And, and he's not done with her. But if you do something and you stand up for what's right, even if nobody else does, God will honor you for that. That's right. We will honor you for that. Um, Gideon's men in the scripture, God had a huge battle to fight. And, he's, and Gideon goes, well, we're not, we can't win. There's too many. And goes, we've only got so many thousands. He goes, no, you don't. You have less. Paraphrasing. Send the men down to the river. Every, anybody who drinks with their head down into the water, send them away. Everybody who takes their hand and cups the water and brings it up to their mouth, those are your warriors. There was 300. 300 beat hundreds of thousands. Why? How did that happen? Because God was on their side. It's like you do what you can do humanly possible, and God will do what's impossible for the humans and bring the victory. Uh And I'm saying all this because America... Americans are fighters and we never quit and we never give up. Yeah. Ever. We don't. I'm a believer, but I'm an American citizen. This is where God's got me. And so we have a great heritage. And these liberal Democrats are trying to bring in a new, a new world. Let me tell you, this new world order has nothing to do with you. It ha- they want servants, subservants, 
and they want to be in power and you will do what they say to do. That's the, that's the kind of country they want in America. They yeah. want you to be like, they want us to be like China, Dave. They tell you where to live. They tell you where to eat. They tell you where mm-hmm. your job is. Right. They tell you what kind, if you can buy a house. Did you know the Democrats don't want you to own a house? Because if you own a house, you have leverage. Yeah. You have leverage. You have power. And they know it. They want you to mm-hmm. live in poverty. They're not, they want poverty for you. That's why Biden is using all these mandates and all these things to destroy our economy. Because then the government right. will come in and they will feed us and then we'll be like a drug dealer. Give you, they get you the first one free, and after that, you're hooked. That's and right. You have to survive on what the government gives you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do what they want, they won't give you anything and you won't eat. That's right. And so, um, these truckers are a blessing from God. And mm-hmm. I think it's the beginning of the pushback that we've needed for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I mean, what a better way. What are they going to do if they, if they fire all the truckers and nobody eats, not even them. Right. So they, and their economies will collapse mm-hmm. all around the world. If you don't have truckers, everything's going to come to a, a screeching halt quick. That's right. Right, Dave? So That's right. I totally agree. Yeah. 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 You know, um, <clears throat> kind of a good segue. Um, we... Um, <laughs> Brian, I know you have, and I have, and Barbara has, and and a lot of the people that we know have. We've been around heretics. We've been around. Um, I see the governments as being kind of like false prophets and false, um, because everything they come out they come out with is negative. <clears throat> you must fear. You must fear. Mm-hmm. You must fear. Okay, well, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Okay, and liberty is like the opposite of fear. Okay, people that are, live under liberty do not fear because they know they have the liberty and they're going to fight to keep the liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, however, these morons that are trying to come against that have um, have forgotten that, that when people have something and it's good, they don't want to give it up. And uh, unless they're stark raving mad, but... <clears throat> excuse me anyway um but you know in, in the church realm <clears throat> pardon me i still got a little bit of throat stuff here but um in the church realm you know you and i and and, and just about everybody that i know has, has come against people that aren't quite right when it comes to scripture just like the politicians quite they're not quite right to to the rule of law, to what's right, what's moral, what's ethical, and things like that. I mean, it's not ethical to want to get rid of uh, seven or seven billion people, you know, in order to have your own little paradise on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not ethical to inject people or moral to inject people with um, with a biological weapon, which in essence is what it is. Um, in order to hurt them, harm them, maim them, or kill them. Um, I felt such a, um, I guess empathy is a good word today. Um, we were watching TV, and they were talking about a young lady, uh, pretty little thing. She's probably about 18 or 19 years old, um, had her whole life ahead of her, had plans for her life and the whole nine yards. Um, she got bullied into taking the vaccine. 
um, and decided to take it at the last minute. And after she took the vaccine, she developed um, some kind of clotting to where uh, her legs didn't receive any blood at all. And she's she's facing a double amputation. Wow. And that poor thing, she when she woke up, you know, and found out what was going on with how, um, you know, how her rest of her life was going to be. She's like, well, we got to do it. We got to move on. You know, now that's the spirit to have, you know. Um, <clears throat> yes, she has every right to be angry. And um, it's kind of befuddles me that she doesn't, you know, take that right and run with it. <clears throat> but she's. She's young and she's, you know, well, I'm just going to accept life the way it is. Um, now, that's perfectly okay for people to be that way. But when you see, um, <clears throat> there is um, an instance that's mentioned twice in Ezekiel where he's called a watchman on the wall. Mm-hmm. And, and Yahweh says to him, he says, if you're standing on that wall and you see the enemy approaching and you yell down, or I can't remember the exact terminology, and if people ignore you, then when they're captured and slaughtered, that blood's not on your hands. But if you see them coming and you fail to warn them, then the blood of all the people is on your hands. Okay? And I feel like we're the second part of Ezekiel here, uh, the watchman mm-hmm. on the wall. Because mm-hmm. we see what's going on. We see the potential for what could really go on if, we, if things are allowed to run uh, amok. You know more than they have already and so i think it's very important that you and i and a lot of our audience because i know a lot of our audience is not the silent type you know they they tell their their relatives that they need to be quiet and i'm not getting the vaccine and things like that but um so i think that it's um i think that it's important to, to where some people can just well, who knows? Maybe that young lady, after she thinks about it for a year, will become militant mm-hmm. and start fighting for the cause. Mm-hmm. You know, this is all brand new to her and everything else. But um, uh, I just don't like it. And I know you don't. And I know our audience doesn't. When, uh, we, like you said earlier, we're told to do something that we don't want to do under threat of coercion or harm. And... Um, that I think is something that's worthy fighting about or fighting against, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like I said earlier, I think that I see the Fauci's, the Bidens, um, all those idiot actors that get on TV and try to convince people to take the vaccine. Uh, and boy, if you ever watch regular TV, Brian, it's changed. Uh, mm-hmm. We had to for a little while here because we didn't have cable and we just wanted to keep up on the news. Every commercial's got a COVID vaccine. Um, yeah, same here. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the radio is the same way. Um, and you see the indoctrination. You see the, the pressure that people are under. You know, you need to get this if you want to be a good American. You need to get the vaccine. Um, if you want to be a good member of society, you need to get the vaccine. Um and I'm reminded of um, the false prophets in the Old Testament that when a good person came up and said, this is what the Lord wants you to do, there was always like five or six prophets that were bad prophets. And they would say, no, that's not the Lord's. 
you know, like um, an example, when Jeremiah went to the king and said, you know, you need to surrender to Babylon. It's what the Lord wants. And if you surrender to Babylon, everything's going to go okay with the people. Um, and the prophet said, no, that's the other prophets. You know, the bad guys said, no, that's not the case. You know, this, that's a false message. And I want you to not do that, king. You know, we want you mm-hmm. not to do that because it's going to lead to our death. Well, it did lead to their death because they listened to the false prophets. And I see that these people like Fauci and everybody else that are constantly harping on us about the vaccine are, are the bad guys that are saying, no, no, no. And and those of us that are against the vaccine, or I shouldn't say vaccine, against the bioweapon, um, you know, we're, we're mocked all the time. You know that mm-hmm. experience yeah. that work. Um, oh, no, that's that's a bad message. It's, it doesn't follow science. Oh, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to puke. Um, and, you know, oh, no, that's not a scientific fact. Well, I'll tell you, a science, scientific fact is something that, or a law of science, or, a, you know, you can go into the whole thing, but um, it's something that has to be re- reproducible, okay? And not mm-hmm. just once, but many times. And when you see people, if you see one person drop dead because of the vaccine, well, you know, there could have been underlying factors. Um, You see five, maybe, you know, and I'm talking about not locally, but everywhere. You Mm -hmm. see five, maybe, you know, but when you start seeing thousands and you start seeing hundreds of thousands and close to a million now or more, (laughs) that's been been reproducible. That is a scientific established fact. That if you get that vaccine, your chances are good, or excuse me, the death shot, the uh, the chances are good that you're not going to last long. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've experienced this with family, uh, Brian, or any of the audience, but I have uh, two family members that I told them, I said, please don't do it. Don't take the vaccine. It's not good. And I've always been kind of the, they see me as kind of the, um, well, you know how the Bible says a prophet has no honor in his own country. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they should put family in there, too, uh, because, you know, my family, when I speak, it's like, OK, well, you know, he's the fringe nut that thinks that UFOs are coming and that the aliens are coming and that they're going to, you know, uh, without really examining the facts, they say that. And so when then when you come up to him and you say, well, you know, you got to be careful with the vaccine. Oh, yeah. OK, whatever. One of my relatives got it so she could travel. And the other one did it because all of her friends were doing it. Okay. Um, the other one is my mother. Right. And she took the vaccine, both both uh, number one and number two. And I think they were, no, they were, they were Pfizer, I believe. Anyway, um, I've been reading about that doctor in Germany that who got killed recently, or murdered, I should say, um, who said that there's little razor blades in there. Um, microscopic razor blades that cut up your veins and everything else. And um, the, my mother has had two nosebleeds. Now, I don't know if she's had nosebleeds in the past. I don't think so. I, I try to rack my brain about if she ever has. Um, but within a period of a few weeks now, she's had two, and they've been quite severe. You know, she's had to go to the hospital with it, and they have to pack her nose and everything and hope that the packing works. And and she's had a friend that got the same vaccine, mm-hmm. got nose problems. And I've read that that's a common problem now with people that are getting the vaccines. They're getting these bad nosebleeds. 
And that's because these little razors are up there in their, in their little uh, vessels in their nose. Your, your nose is loaded with blood vessels. Um, and the vaccine is cutting up their blood vessels and it's causing the nose to bleed. Okay, it's as simple as that. So while the, well, I think a lot of people took the, vac, the, took the kill shot because they believed that they were you know, protecting others uh, first, and then maybe protecting themselves second. Um, what has it done? It's harmed people. It's hard. They've harmed themselves by taking it because they didn't want to listen and believe. Just like the people in, in uh, the time in Judah, when um, when the Babylonians were coming against them, you had one guy that came out and said, "Hey, just surrender to them. Everything will be fine." And I do believe that everything would have been fine. But mm-hmm. they said, "No." The false prophets told the king, "No, don't do it." Everything's going to be fine if you don't do it. The Lord will fight for us. And the Babylonians sooner or later breached the city, city walls, and went in and killed a bunch of people in there and then led the rest of them to exile, took the king to Babylon, killed all of his children in front of him, and then put his eyes out with hot right. you know. Right. And it all could have been avoided if people would have just listened, you know. And that's one of my pet peeves with with uh, with Christians and non Christians, and with with people. You don't even have to be a prophet to tell people that uh, the vaccine's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I think that you and I and and Barbara and others we took a wait see attitude at the beginning. You know, we mm-hmm. weren't we knew we weren't going to take it, but we just wanted to see what would happen. And what we're seeing now is really starting to bother me. You know, friends and family and, and people are being affected by it now. And it's like, please, why didn't you just listen? Um, just like Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, you know, why didn't you just listen to me? You know, everything would have been okay if you just, because God sent me to tell you this and you didn't listen. And it's really grievous. And I know that there's the audience out there. I know there's got to be three quarters of you that at least that feel the same way. You've tried to warn relatives, you tried to warn friends, and it hasn't worked. And they've gotten the vaccine, and some of them have been affected, and some will be affected later on. Um, I'm fully convinced of that. I'm sorry, but it's true. But um, anyway, it's um, and, and I bring that up because and this all came to me this last Sunday. <clears throat> We, um, we attend a, a little fellowship and people just get together and pray and and, fill, and eat, break bread together and stuff like that. Uh, pray, do a little Bible study. Well, they, they had this man up there that was an obvious heretic because he was into the NAR stuff, the, the um, uh, what is it, the uh, Bethel Redding uh, theology, which is totally, totally <laughs> biblical. Um and he he taught once and then they asked him back which really just blew my mind because the guy was totally off the first time but anyway um and finally people saw him for what he is and they they're going to ask him not to speak anymore which praise the lord hallelujah um but how do we do that with the fauci's and the biden's and everybody else in this world that dumb broad that's running the CDC, you know, and, um, and everybody else, you know, well, the only way to do it is like what the truckers are doing, you know, they're calling out Trudeau up in Canada saying you're a liar, you know, um, 
calling them to the carpet like we should do when we have false prophets arise in the church. False prophets and people that bring bad messages. Um, and I'm glad to see it. And I'm glad to see, you know, uh, getting back to the, what happened Sunday. <clears throat> um, I think that's going to be resolved. I can't say for sure. But all indications are that's going to be resolved and that will be taken care of. And I'm hoping that there's a parallel here to where it'll be taken care of in government in the world, all around the world. And that not just that these people fade away into obscurity and you never hear from them anymore, but they're actually taken away and, and done away with because they're mass murderers. They've, uh, they, they're advocating uh, genocide on a global scale. And it's as plain as the nose on any of our faces. Um, so it's, I think it's very important that uh, we be in prayer a lot. I mean, if you're a praying person, be in prayer. If not, maybe you can kind of wish that things would happen, become, come, you know, the right way. But um, I don't see how that would work. But um, I think that prayer changes things. And I think that we can petition the Almighty to come against this totally illegal, immoral, unethical um, mode of modus operandi that these these uh, schmucks up in the government have, have come up with and in the news um, realm and everything else. And and I got a feeling that when it happens, Brian, it's going to be swift. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to happen almost overnight. Yeah, you know, I, agree, yeah. I, think that, I think the news, the news people <laughs> are going to be replaced overnight or within a week's time. Uh, that the bad ones will be taken away and maybe some people with common sense will be in there. Not just common sense, but with morals, with a mm-hmm. conscience, people that have the conscience in here, you know, because those people are totally devoid of conscience. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that, you, you know, you, you hear about people that are born bad. Well, I think most of the people in the news industry now that are higher ups and make the decisions are that way. Um and then I think with the government, I think people are going to be taken away at night or within a week's time, and that Fauci's going to be replaced. Biden will be replaced. Oh, Lord, from my lips to your ears. <laughs> uh, you know? And it's just, you know, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to that day because it's, it's, come to the, it's come to the tipping point now. We're at the apex. The trucker, to me, the truckers are the apex. Okay, and the board's up here, and it's been running to where the board's been down here for a long time, but now with what the, I can't ever get this straight. Now with what the truckers are using or doing, it's going to be tipping this way, and it's going to be tipping in a righteous sort of way. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, the rule of law will be applied again, and constitutions will be followed again, and um, and people will not be. Uh, People want to be by the ruled by the rule of law instead of um, a cabal that's up there just making things up willy nilly day and night to try to to cover the last lie, you know. And yeah, I think they hire actually hire people that to cover lies. I really do. It's yeah, like, okay, okay, too. we told the people about the we told the people that the vaccines are safe. Now you fifteen people over here, you form a think tank, and you you try to come up with a reason why what i just said is true you know and then when something goes wrong well you you 15 people didn't really cut the mustard i need another 15 people you know? <laughs> yeah 
and they hire hire or recruit 15 more people or whatever the number is and um just to to cover their rear ends basically you know so um anyway brian i've talked enough what do you got to say no that's good that's really good um you mentioned uh the vaccines you were talking about that in the beginning and um i think i shared this with you i'm not you might have shared this on the show already when i wasn't on uh it's an article and it's um red voice media dr jane ruby show says worldwide exclusive embalmers find veins and arteries filled with never never before seen rubbery clots well vaccinate and then, because uh, it says in, a, in this worldwide exclusive, Dr. Jane Ruby meets with board certified embalmers and funeral directors, Richard Hinchman, Hersman, excuse me, who reveals for the first time ever, uh, forever, arteries and veins filled with unnatural blood clots, combinations with strange fibrous materials that are completely filling the vascular system. Many of the Vixmans embalmed reportedly died of heart attacks and strokes, which has been a highly reported side effect of the COVID-19 vaccines. According to the government's vaccine adverse reporting system, VARS, the COVID-19 vaccine has been responsible for 20,000 deaths with hundreds of thousands of injuries. But we know it's more than that. That's just VARS, right? Right. Uh, Mr. Hirschman reports that he found resistance when he tried to embalm these jab patients and then found these strange materials and pulled them from the large vessels of the bodies. The images shown in the interview are terrifying. Hitchman also reported that he has gone from seeing 50% of his embalmed cases with these types of blockages to almost 80% in the last year and reveals never before seen images of findings of the Dr. Jane Ruby show. This episode was too important to hide behind a paywall, so Red voiced me and brought it directly to the viewers. And it goes on. Um, so, because we were talking about, you started off your little segment about the vaccines, and um, <laughs> never before seen rubbery clots. Yeah. These, these are people that work on bodies, dead bodies, and embalm them and have to take out the blood and put embalming fluid in. So what a better person, an expert, to find out how the vaccines really affect the body. Because when you're alive, they can only do so many tests. They can't go inside you and start cutting you all up. So these guys, these men and women, are seeing basically, I mean, this is my term, sludge and, and rubbery substances in the veins, in the arteries. My goodness. And and now it's 80% of the ones are embalming are this way, 80%. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, our audience is so together and knows all this stuff, but I just pray that people who aren't part of our audience that maybe come into our show by accident or through a friend or neighbor will watch these episodes and realize you've been lied to. You've been lied to about the vaccines, about... Right about everything, everything. I mean, our show is called The Matrix. When I think of The Matrix, I think of the movie, The Matrix, the computer system that is made to give a false reality to people and just basically hypnotize them, think they're in this reality when they're, it's really not. 
right? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what COVID has done. That's what all the narrative, we're talking about um, the local television stations, Dave, how it's COVID this and COVID that, get your shot and do your part. It's all lies. Yeah. Do some of these people know they're lying. No, I, I believe there's good people out there reporting, not, not all of them, but a lot of them, um, some of them know it's a lie, some don't. They're just doing yeah. their job. They don't want to lose their job, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but basically, not basically, we are being lied to. The narrative has been turned around. Fear has been used. Intimidation has been used. Um, just bullied, being bullied to take a shot that basically is going to kill you or you're going to wish you were dead or in a few years you're going to get some kind of disease. And I don't want that to happen to my family and friends that got the shot. I pray that they're, they stay healthy and live as long as the Lord wants them to live. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, these shots, it's not, it's not a fiction anymore. It's, this isn't a conspiracy. These shots are bad. They right. are poison. I'm not just saying that. Thousands of doctors and nurses and scientists all around the world, you can go on the internet, podcasts, Joe Rogan. You know, he hit that huge, um, what's going on with him on Spotify. You've heard about that, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. And cause he's speaking the truth and, uh, they wanted to kick him off or who was the singer? Um, Neil was, Young. Neil Young. Yeah. And they, they chose Rogan, but even Rogan now is being pressured more and more. And so I don't know what's going to happen with him. I hope he right. sticks, you know, sticks to his guns and doesn't back down. Uh, he's got a hundred million followers on his show. Hundred million. Yeah, that's, that's a good. third of the country. Yeah, thirty. That's crazy. I mean, Rush Limbaugh at his height had twenty-five million on his radio show, maybe right. thirty. He's got three times that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you know why? Because he doesn't care what people think. He just right. speaks the truth. You don't like it? Tough. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, and, you know, speaking about that, to speak the truth. That's what America is about. We're supposed to have freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. Nobody right. talks about freedom of speech anymore. They just want to cancel everybody. Mm -hmm. And because you speak out against COVID and you speak out against these things, you're a racist, you're this, you're that, and you're stupid and you're just, you're going to kill people. But whenever you confront somebody who speaks against you like that and you ask them to give you facts and scientific proof 99.99.99% of the time they can't right I've come across people like that uh, my own where I work I had to, to deal with this at work and was being I brought uh, another guy where I work he called it a tribunal um, I, I was brought in for a tribunal and because I was spreading false information and they go, well, it's my word against your word. And you got to quit talking about that, but I can't tell you to quit talking about that because that would be wrong because there's freedom of speech and that person knew that. And, uh, but they basically threatened, didn't physically threaten me, but threatened to get, you know, my job was at stake. Yeah. And. And you got to quit, you know, spreading false information. And I said, so what's so false about this, that, and the other thing? 
and they, they gave me the typical talking points what the CDC says. And mm-hmm. and and you know what, folks? I learned this. Um, like, if I'm t- as a believer, if I'm talking to somebody about Yeshua and to be saved and to ask Yeshua in their heart to forgive them, if they're not ready to hear it, you will know within the first thirty seconds to one minute of the conversation. Yeah. You will know. And I've learned when that happens, I back off. Mm-hmm. I, I push it a little bit, um, but if there's res- a lot of resistance, you're just wasting your time. Because unless God prepares the ground and prepares the harvest, you're just chopping it granite hard dirt, and you're not going to be able mm-hmm. to get anything. It has to be God who does the, the cultivating and the, and the watering, and it has to be him through other people. So if you're talking to somebody about COVID, it could be a family member. They're, you're not going to convince them. It has to be on their own terms. You can give them the facts, give them what you know, but don't shove it down their throat. Don't tell them, you know, you're you're this that, and the other thing because it's counterproductive. Right. And eventually they will come around, and that's what's happening right now, folks. The, the liberal, your liberal friends and Democrats. And some of you might be Democrats and liberals out there listening and watching us. And I'm glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Right. But eventually they will come around because when you tell somebody you can get a shot and you'll have your life back, and then you say, well, the shot's not as effective. It's only 80% effective, so you have to get another shot. And that shot will do it. That shot will re boot your immune system and you'll be able to have a normal life. But you get that shot and now that shot's only 50% effective because it wears off after five months. And now you're hearing booster shots twice a year for the rest of your life. Right. And in the beginning, it was flatten the curve. We'll be back to work in two weeks to get a third and fourth booster shot or you can't work or buy food or buy anything or live anywhere. Mm -hmm. That eventually does something to people and it disheartens them and it makes them suspicious of the government and of the people that are running their states. Yeah. And now these same people that were maybe arguing with us saying we were conspiracy people are saying, wow, Brian and Dave and so-and-so and so-and-so, they're right. It's just like they said. Mm-hmm. Because we even said, I think, months and months ago when the vaccines first came out, you watch. They're going to make us get more vaccines and more vaccines and more vaccines. And that's exactly what's happening. Because you know why? The vaccines, they're gene editing, altering bioweapons to experiment on us and kill us. Mm -hmm. That's what they are. Exactly. And so you've got to be patient with your family and friends. Let them believe what they're going to believe. Just like if you're trying to lead something to the Lord, if it's not the time and you try to push it, it's not going to go anywhere. You just got to love them. And that's one of the things, that's the strategy of the devil too. Um, The devil, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, he's real. He's a real person that God created that turned against God. He's not, a few people out there, he's real. And demons are real. 
Mm-hmm. They're beings. They're supernatural evil beings. That's another show, another time. That's a whole other subject. But Satan's goal is to destroy mankind. And why is Satan's goal to destroy mankind? Because we were made, all of us, in God's image. Bottom line. God right. made us. He's jealous. I want to get rid of him. Us. Mm-hmm. Saved or not. That's why he goes after the saved and goes after the unsaved. He's not, he doesn't, there's no partiality with Satan coming to destroy people's lives, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. But one of his weapons, one of the strategies is, is division. He comes into a church as a false prophet, like we were talking about, or a false teacher. He brings in a completely, a whole teaching that's different than what the Bible teaches. Now the church is split. Half leaves, half stays. Now you got a Laodicea church out of the book of the Revelation. And yeah. it happens quick. It's happening all the time more and more because people are getting away from the Bible. They're believing heresies and these false teachings. But he likes to divide. I'm saying all this because he's doing that to our country. And the Democrats took this playbook right from the devil. Because this mm-hmm. is exactly what he did. He did it in the Garden of Eden. Didn't God say, if you can eat from any tree of the garden? So he puts doubt. He brought in the sin. It divided God. It divided Adam from God. Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Where are you, Adam? I'm calling you. didn't answer. I was naked. I was afraid. Who told you you were naked? Who told you this? In the last two years, it went, even before COVID, And I'm not saying there's not racial prejudice in this country. There is, because there's sin. There's humans. But most people are loving, good people who love their neighbors no matter what color they are. In the book of Revelation, in chapter 4 and chapter 5, there's a multitude in heaven, nations, every tribe, every person, every nation. All different ethnic groups are standing before the throne. We're all before God. And we're not looking at each other's color and how uh, politically we are. We're worshiping God. Mm-hmm. Satan wants to divide our country. How does he do it? Racially. The Democrats started this years ago. The George Floyd and all this stuff. To divide the whites and the blacks. You know, and the, the, the white cops hate the blacks. And they, they murder them and all this stuff. And we know that's a lie. We know it is. You can look up the stats. Nine in 2020, I think it's 2020 or 2019, nine African-American, I think males, died from police. Nine in the whole country. Nine out of 333 million people. Nine. There's bad cops out there. There's bad firefighters out there. There's bad nurses. There's bad doctors. There's bad carpenters out there. There's bad people because we're sinners. But most people want to just raise their families and get along and, and take care of themselves and their families and raise their families and, and take care of their neighbors and, and have a life. That's right. But if you want to take over a country or you want to take over heaven, Satan tried to take over heaven. He divided heaven. He took a third of the angels with him. Now they're demons. He divided heaven. He's dividing us by racial, by economics. Now it's economics. Why do you think he's going after the economy? 
Because when people are desperate for money, they do desperate things. Mm -hmm. They're suspicious of their neighbors. How come he's got a job? I don't have a job. How come he got laid off? I didn't. I've been there longer. Divide a family. You know, a lot of the teenagers in our homes that I'm speaking to right now have gone through a lot in the last 24 months. And I have a teenager in my home. And they are coming against the parents. You need to do this for me. I need to have that. I need a cell phone. I need this. I want my game. I want this. I want that. Where's that being taught? That's being taught in the schools. Children have rights. And it's being taught in the school what the children's rights are in the home. And you should be a good parent. You should be providing for your family. You should be doing this. But the government is putting our kids against us. They're being divided in the home. We're being divided in the home politically, racially. That's what's going on with COVID. They're using it as a weapon to divide us, to put us against each other, because the left wants a civil war. Mm -hmm. They want a civil war. They can call in the military and squash the civil war, bring in the government they've always dreamed of. And I'm telling you guys right now in America, don't do it. If if, If they're the ones that start it, that's on them. But don't let us start it. We need to be peaceful, loving, godly American citizens, fearing our God, honoring our flag. And this is what's going on. They want to divide us and get us angry and put our families against each other. And so don't do it. Anyway, Dave, go ahead. No, no, good words, good advice. Divide and conquer, right, has always been a strategy. Yeah, that's what they're doing. You know, I've... um, yeah. I've been watching um, lots of movies about the Civil War. Um, I just feel led to because I know there's a Civil War coming here. Um, hopefully it's not going to be severe. I mean, we're in one right now. It's a cultural Civil War. Yeah. But um, I um, I just like to look at battle strategies and stuff like that and see, um, see what worked and what didn't work and things like that. Um, and uh, I noticed that... Um, you know, with the different movements that the military has, uh, one of them uh, was called a, a pincer movement where they, they go in the back behind mm-hmm. the enemy and they come back in. Right. And um, and that's uh, akin to what you just described. You know, it's because uh, what, you, what you do is you're fighting in the front and then you're fighting in the back. You're dividing their forces and then you conquer them. Um, but uh, and that's always been a strategy uh, in warfare is to outflank um, and to um, come in from behind whenever necessary, uh, fight from the enemy's lines that the enemy thinks that you're, they're stuck behind the lines and they give up. It's just been very interesting. And, and um, you can see how, how the devil was um, he was like the author of war almost, you know? And, uh, and then you can see how God uses his strategies too. And uh, how the devil throughout history, or Satan, whatever you want to call him, has always thought that he's had the upper hand in many battles, but God has always routed him. And the biggest one was the cross. You know, yeah. he thought that he thought he had mankind under slavery forever. And, and when he thought he was going to crucify Jesus or Yeshua, he, you know, he thought he won. But um, there comes a point where he realized that he didn't win. And I think Paul talks about it, had, had the, um, 
the powers of darkness realized what was going to happen. This is a loose translation. Uh, they would have never crucified the son of God, you know, um, but they were caught up in the moment. And uh, see, that's the problem that a lot of us have. We don't think ahead. We think about today and tomorrow, and that's about it. Maybe Friday when we get paid, you know, if you get paid four mm -hmm. times a month, whatever. And, um, and, and that's it. But you don't think about what's going to happen six months from now, a year from now, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people do that. And I do it too. You know, I get caught up in the, in the upsweep of it. And, and, um, but so you have Yeshua telling you, don't worry about tomorrow. Okay. Cause tomorrow will take care of itself and that he's got everything in his hands. But if you read a lot of scripture, it tells you to be prepared. You know, um, what's that scripture Yeshua talked about? If the uh, owner of the house would have known when the enemy was coming or the, the thief was coming, he would have been ready for him. Matthew you know, 25. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. Matthew 25. Mm -hmm. And, and so and to me, that's the Lord saying, okay, trust in me, but always be ready. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to, to decipher, you know, mm -hmm. and I understand people that have a hard time understanding that because I do too. And I'm, I think I'm pretty adept at understanding a lot of things the Lord has, you know, has for us and stuff. Not everything. Nobody would ever know everything that the Lord has. But um, so I think it's it's very important for us. Um, oh, okay. Let's let's just say storing food. Okay. Just about everybody I know has got uh, a box or two of that, uh, you know, either MREs um, or they have the stuff that you just hydrate with water and then it's, you know, it's meals ready to eat, MREs. Um, and so that's, in essence, that's preparing for the future. Okay. So why aren't we doing that in a more spiritual form of way too? Um, for instance, all of us would agree that we're in the last days. Okay. And there's, we don't know the day or hour that he's coming back. So you can't prepare for that. Mm -hmm. But you can, you can see the signs of the seasons, the signs mm -hmm. of the times, Yeshua would call them. And so you can get a kind of an idea of when it's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would say like winter, spring, summer, fall, something like that. Yeah. Um, instead of knowing if it's uh, in September or if it's in the third week of September or the second day of the third week of September. And because if man had that knowledge, People would sin until the last minute, you know, <laughs> and then yeah. come to faith in Yeshua. Um, but um, I think that uh, even when it comes to what's going on with the COVID stuff, um, you and I throw a lot of things out there. You know, is this part of uh, an alien agenda? Is it part of this? Is it part of that? And, and we do that, I think, because... First of all, we don't know. <laughs> Second of all, we want people to start thinking about this. You know, think about the absurd and bizarre. Think about stuff that's a little bit outside the box, because if you if you think you know the answer, you're probably going to be wrong. OK, um, of course, there's indicators in Scripture that showed us kind of a mode of operand, operandi, however, that modus operandi that the uh, the Lord uses. But. Again, he always says that he's going to come like a thief in the night. He's going to, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it's it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be when you when you least look, when you least think it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, and I sh- we should be that way with everything, you know, uh, spiritually, physically. Man, I, f- I feel like that guy talking the other day. I got to really be careful uh, using spiritual and physical. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, but so we're supposed to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. Okay. And, and I think that's a really good approach, man. The Lord was right on with that one because a serpent, well, let's put it this way. Um, a person that's got military tactics, let's say, we'll call him the serpent. Okay. Because he's ready for war and most serpents are, you know, they have sharp teeth or, or the little thing on the back that stings people and and a scorpion. Um, so, that's that's the serpent, uh, basically um, describing the serpent. So they're ready, okay, but you go in with diplomacy, and I think what Yeshua was talking about there is you go in with diplomacy first, okay. Now I, I, this is just me, in my opinion. Um, so you go in with diplomacy first. You, you go in to talk. You go in to be gentle, um, to see if maybe you can appeal to somebody that way, because a lot of people you can appeal to that way. Uh, they'll understand that. They'll see. They'll see it as honorable you coming in and just uh, during the time of uh, a hot battle or something, just coming in and saying, "Let's let's just sit down and talk about this and uh, see if we can get our heads wrapped around this and maybe come to a common denominator or something." You know. Um, but there's always going to be that person when you try to do that that will say, "Oh, this guy's weak. He's got no. He's got nothing to battle with. So he's coming in with diplomacy." You know, and we have to be ready for that, too. So we have to mm-hmm. have to be as wise as serpents because there everybody has a tell. OK, the, any, anybody that that tries to deceive or tries to attack, you can kind of I don't know about you, Brian, but I have kind of an instinct about it. You know, I kind of stand back from the person. I watch them and, you know, the, their aisles start twitching or, you mm-hmm. know, or start greasing their palm or. Uh, or something that lets you know that they're about to go off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't myself, when I approach a person like that or people like that, I, I always stand back a little bit because I know if I give myself four or five body uh, lengths, um, I can get out of the way if they attack. Mm-hmm. So now with the, with the COVID thing and everything that's going on, uh, we've given a lot of information. The doctors have given a lot of information that's kind of standing back. Okay. And I've even said it, I stood back and watched while other people took it just to see what would happen. And I think it was a very wise thing to do. And I think that idea came from up there, not me. Um, but I think it's, it's important. Like, like when we get on and here's an example, um, we have a, a few of our listeners that, uh, I, well, I, I think a few that have taken a shot. Okay. And now they're concerned about it, okay? And so you have to have grace, okay? And the Spirit of the Lord has told me, oh boy, I feel the Spirit of the Lord has told me that when you're dealing with such people, you tell them, hey, you're a child of God. If you took it, you took it because you're acting out of fear or or something like that. Yeah, that wasn't a good thing, but God protects his own. No weapon formed against you will prosper and things mm-hmm. like that. 
because I'm totally convinced that people that took it and didn't know any better um, have inner inner believers have a special uh, protection over them, um, mm-hmm. and that the Lord can cleanse that thing right out of your body, okay, um, with a lot of prayer and stuff like that. But um, so you have to have grace. But then there's the, um, and I'm going to be honest with you. There's the there's the people that are arrogant and obstinate. And they'll sit there and they'll lord it over you that they took the shot, you didn't, they were obedient, you weren't. And with those kind, I just kind of get back and I'm like, okay, well, proof the proof is in the pudding. We're never going to see eye to eye on this. So I'm going to just sit back and watch you for the next two or three years in your arrogance and your pride and your ignorance Mm -hmm. and see what happens to you. And then if I'm wrong, I'm going to come up to you and say, hey, I was wrong. But I've got mm-hmm. to the last day that they're alive, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I think it might not kick in for another six months, seven, a year, two years, five mm-hmm. years, you know. But um, so there's I think there's wisdom in, in, uh, in taking different approaches to different things. And and I think that um, when it comes to battle, either spiritual or physical, that there are different approaches you can take um, depending on the people you're dealing with. Um I'm trying to, okay, here's an example. During the Civil War, there were a lot of, from the South and the North that um, they would fellowship with one another, you know, hey, Johnny Reb, can you give me some of that tobacco and I'll give you some of my coffee? You know, it's a known fact that that happened. And that that was cool. So that that was diplomacy in action. But then, um, then you got a guy like Hitler, okay, and I know that everybody uses Hitler for everything. If you want, I'll use Stalin. If you want, I'll use Pol Pot, whatever. Um, but you got people like that that don't understand diplomacy. They they think they do, and they can even act it out, but they don't understand that there's there's honor in diplomacy. And they'll just agree, like uh, like Hitler with, did with Chamberlain and Chamberlain with Hitler, that Hitler wasn't going to attack England. Chamberlain barely gets home, and then all of a sudden, bam, <laughs> you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Battle of Britain. Um, so, you know, every that's where discernment comes in. And that's why we were sitting in that meeting the other day, and that guy was so off on everything, it seemed like. There were those of us that sat back and went, this isn't quite right. No, there's something wrong here. Other people were like, yeah, hallelujah, you know. So, but, you know, there was those of us, probably about seven or eight of us, that were like, no, not, there's something wrong about this. And thank the Lord for discernment. You know, mm-hmm. without the sermon, I, I would have been dead years ago, I think, but um, either through the hand of somebody else or my own. But um, so it's just very important that, you know, that we're constantly awake. The, the great re- reawakening. I really don't like that phrase. It sounds new agey to me, but I understand what they mean by it, that people are waking up to find out that the governments of this world are corrupt that all politicians, as far as I'm concerned, are corrupt, except for maybe a scant few, um, in that um, they're waking up to see this, and there's going to be a mass exodus from liberalism and from that kind of thought to conservatism. And even beyond that, maybe to um, what's in the middle? Um, There's a middle party. I can never remember the Mm -hmm. name of it. But... um, you know, to where, you know, you're leery, but that you're trusting at the same time. Um, so I think that um, 
there's going to be a mass exodus from the left toward the right, not necessarily to the right. In that, um, when that happens, that there's there will be what many will call the Great Awakening, and in that, you know, we're going to shed ourselves of these these pit vipers and these uh, these boa constrictors and scorpions and everything else that are infesting public office. And uh, maybe, just maybe, the Lord will have grace on us and and grant us the um, the ability to have for how many years I don't know um, government that would be or restart and be righteous <clears throat> or have a form of righteousness anyway. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that's I'm done. <laughs> no, uh, that that's good because you when you're speaking spark things in my little man brain but um you know everybody wants trump to come back and i and obviously we know why or somebody like him like desantis but trump uh-huh. would only be back for four years he's already done four okay and trump jesus is the only savior not right. trump not desantis there's only one savior and right. I don't just mean the savior of our soul, but a savior for mankind is is Yeshua. Uh-huh. So what has to happen is, and I think it's happening now, and I've heard this spoken about several times on the radio and podcasts. Up until a few years ago, nobody went to a teacher's PTA conference or, a P, excuse me, PTA parents conference, you know, mm-hmm. PTA meetings and you know, a few, maybe 10, 20, 30, depends on the district and how big the school, but not a lot of parents got involved. They just, I don't have time. Right. A lot of parents, a lot of people didn't go to city council meetings or to planning commissions. I was on a planning commission in Oregon, in a small town, state knows. And uh-huh. a lot of people didn't come, you know, 30, 50, 20, sometimes 10. It just depends on the subject, what was being talked about. Right. But but majority of the population didn't care. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, you know, people thought, well, my vote doesn't really count. Why would I go? I'm busy. Why would I be in a PTA meeting? I, the school districts are good. I trust them. The teachers love our kids. You know, the, the, you know, this is before COVID. This is before, this is a while ago. And, you know, but what's happened there's been a great awakening in the last 24 months not just COVID, but COVID has revealed our education system it's revealed our political system it's it's uh our judicial system has been uh put out there too our political system everything has been laid bare in front of the american people and in front of the world in all these different countries right not just here mm-hmm. the days of saying I don't want to be involved are over. Right. Because if you're not involved now, you're going to lose, we're going to lose everything. Mm-hmm. Just because we live in America, I believe America has better days ahead. And I like what's happening with the trucking because that's what I talked about earlier. There's still hope for America. For America, we don't give up. But we need more of us to fight. Speak right. up in the PTA meetings. Don't be intimidated. By the Biden administration. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be afraid when you're put on the spot to give an account why you don't want to take the vaccine at work. Right. Don't take it. God will get you a different job. 
you can only, you only have one life and you don't want to end it early because of intimidation mm-hmm. or be so sick that you wish you wouldn't have taken it. Right. So a lot's been revealed. And in the days of people sitting back on their laurels saying, ah, my vote doesn't matter. Uh, why would I go to the you know parents conference? Why would I go to this planning commission meeting? Why would I go to a city council meeting? Ah, you can't do that anymore. Um, there was a quote, I'm going to misquote it, but it was the, I think it was the uh, emperor of Japan at the time of the invasion of Pearl Harbor. And his commanders were coming to him. We, we, we did this. We sunk this many ships. And it was this great victory for Japan. And, they, and he looked kind of gloom and doom. And he was like, I'm paraphrasing him really bad here. So bad memory. But he basically said to his commanders, we have awakened the sleeping giant. Yeah. He knew what America was and is. Mm-hmm. And the reason they didn't invade America, there was actually talk at the time of going from Pearl Harbor right to California, Oregon, and Washington, invading the West Coast. And they didn't do it because of the Second Amendment. Right. Even back then, um, what was our population of the country? 150 million? Right. 100 million? Back in the 40s, say 100 million. That's 100 million guns too many. That's right. He made the- it would have been a, besides the National Guard and the military we have here, the citizens and we're the only one of the only countries left that still bears arms for the citizen. Right. And the reason that the founders did that, you know why they gave the second amendment? So a tyrannical government wouldn't take over because I've heard this today. The founders of our country knew at some point in time, the government always turns on its people. Right. And so, because it's human nature, they want more power. So they made the Second Amendment to keep that from happening. And I heard it on a tape today that all the other amendments are null and void without the Second Amendment. Yeah, they are. If there's no Second Amendment, the rest of the Constitution is done. Mm -hmm. It's done. Because they can take us over and do whatever they want with us. They took the guns from the, the, the Jews in Germany. What did they do? They put them in concentration camps and killed them. That's right. You know, and so... We this is should be a wake up call. COVID has been a bad thing, but it's been a good thing. We were we've been blessed because of what our ancestors have done for the decades and centuries before us, bringing us all this freedom and power and the greatness of America. And it's natural resources, it's military, it's innovation, and we've ridden on the laurels of that. Now God put us in a position where. You can't write on the laurels of your country. You have to write on the laurels of what I said about you, God, mm-hmm. and who right. you are to me. And he, he's stripping everything away, but it doesn't mean it has to go away completely. Right. And so the days of saying your vote doesn't count. And yeah, I can see why you say that because I live in California and the votes are being stolen. But you know what? There's godly men and women, even though we may not be in the majority in our House of Representatives in Sacramento, there are good men and women in those houses that are trying to change these laws. And these laws are being changed in all those states that were taken by Biden that should have went to Trump. As we speak, for the last year since the election, 
they have been changing the laws back. Voter ID. Mm-hmm. No more mail-in ballots except for military and people who can't drive. Right. So they're being changed back. And so the Biden administration, the Democrats, you'll hear it on the news, they are scared. And they're already saying that if what's going to happen, is they're, um, they're already saying that the elections in November are going to be false. Right. That they're, they're not going to be legitimate because they know they're going to lose. And they're already preparing people for that. Right. Uprising. And you know why? Because the American people, the giant American people, the heart of America, these good people are waking up. Mm-hmm. And they're waking up in Canada, in the UK, in Australia, all the free people that love freedom all around the world, because we're not the only free country, are right. all waking up. And I'd say, you know, America is great, but you know what? Australia is great. The UK is great. Belgium's great. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because there's free people that live there. And there's right. believers that live in those countries, and they love God just as much as we do. Exactly. And and the tribulation is not here. So the tribulation is not here. That means we have hope. And the COVID has woke me up. It's mm-hmm. made me way more aware of my surroundings, about what's going on, about not trusting every doctor that you go see not trusting the pharmaceutical companies, just take this pill, you'll feel better. Right. Not trusting um, the school districts and, and the, what's going on, all the curriculum and the stuff. Uh, it's, uh, as long as he gets through school, he'll be out in school in two years. No, you can't do that anymore. Because mm-hmm. we let that happen for 40 years in our universities. <clears throat> and look what's happened to our, our gener- those generations of people. That's right. Look what's happened. Not not all of them. Not all of them. There's some good kids out there. Some good people out there. But we got to take our country back, and we got to do it the way the Democrats did it. How did yeah. they do it? We got to start teaching the Constitution in our universities and high schools. I, mm-hmm. I took American government when I was a senior. They don't even give American government in the high schools anymore. Did you know that? No. Yeah, they sure. They do. don't teach American government. Mm-hmm. And and at least in the high schools around here. Kids don't, what's a constitution? What's the amendments? What's the Bill of Rights? What? what? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'll just end on this. I, there's a, a video out there that talks about our uh, national anthem. I didn't know this, but when the bombs bursting in air and our flag was still there, you know the words? It's because the British had ships off the coast. I think it was the East Coast, and they were bombing. I can't remember the exact fort, but it was Fort McHenry. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the fort, there was a huge flagpole with an American flag on top. And so they bombed the tar out of that fort, and they realized they couldn't bring the flag down. Why is that flag still standing? So they mm-hmm. they trained their guns on the flag all night this is what really happened and what happened the americans that were there from all parts of the 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 states that were fighting realized this is the last stand we can't let them win and so during the night as bombs were falling and killing our american brothers and sisters the flagpole got hit and fell but they picked it up and propped it up and held it in place. And a bomb would hit and kill people and the flag would start to fall. More people would take their place. So bodies were just piling up and piling up and piling up. They were literally standing on bodies to hold the flag up. And they did yep. it all night. 
Yeah. And it demoralized the Brits. They couldn't really, they couldn't believe that the flag was still standing after they bombarded just the flag. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And I'm passionate about this because we forget that we are believers. If you know Yeshua in your heart, but you are Americans, you are Belgian, you are Russian, you are this, you're that, whatever country you're from is where God puts you. And, right. and you have a reason that you're there. And these truckers are like the, uh, they're not, they're, they didn't go, they're not going through what, what our brothers and sisters went through on that day. The flag got bombed, but our democracy is being bombarded every day by our local televisions, these local media, our government officials are bombarding our flag and they're trying to destroy it. They're just trying to destroy our democracy and our way of life in America. Yeah. And we have to hold each other up. When somebody loses a job or whatever happens to a person because they're standing against the COVID vaccines, support them. Find right. them another job. Pray for them. Don't just say, hey, it'll be okay. It'll work out. No, we don't need that. We need to hold each other up. Mm-hmm. When one hurts, we all hurt. We're all one body. It should be in the church, but it's not anymore. There's so much hurt and hate and strife in the church. People go to church full of this stuff and go home with it. And they can't figure out why they don't feel God in their church anymore. It's because they're hiding from God. They're hiding from themselves. They're hurting themselves. They're hurting their families. And they're hurting their country. Because if the families tore apart and the family's sick, America's sick. Mm -hmm. And America's sick because the family's hurting because we've been bombarded for two years and actually four decades to five decades of all this BS of this liberalism and abortion and, you know, gay rights. And and now it's gender identity and wokeness and all this stuff. It's all demonic. It's all from Satan. Right. I agree. It's all demonic. It's all from Satan. It's all to destroy the family unit because God made the family unit. And the left wants to destroy it because they know as long as there's family units, they can't bring in their agenda. Mm-hmm. They can't. That's right. So if we can take the family out through the school systems, through vaccination, whatever it is, then we can finally bring in our utopia. And right. just like those young men and women who held that flag up all night under the bombardment of the British, we need to hold our flag up and not just our flag, but our faith, mm-hmm. our faith. Don't waver in your faith. And I, I've been through a lot. Dave's been through a lot. And it's hard to do that. But just remember who, who's in you is greater who's in the world. And if right. you fail tonight and you're a believer and you go to work or you wake up cranky or you say something you shouldn't have said or you do something you shouldn't have done, then First John 1, 9, confess your sins before the Lord. He will cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, Amen. Uh, he, he will lift you up. His love for you hasn't changed. Just because you sin or done something you're, you're ashamed of doesn't mean he loves you less. It doesn't right. mean he won't take care of you. We view God from human terms. We need to view God from what the Bible says God is like. Right. You know, and I, I just mm-hmm. think tonight there's a lot of people watching and listening that are just weary. I'm weary. I'm tired of it. But we yeah, can't give up. True. We got to hold that American flag up. We got to, as long as we're living in our country in America, we, we, 
we can't not be Americans. Or right. if we're not, you know what's going to happen? We're going to end up being part of the Chinese government. Then, then you want to see when that happens, if it ever happens, you think you lost your freedoms now? <laughs> I'm not making that up, folks. Yeah. That's what the Chinese want to do. They want American soil. They want to live here. They want our country. They don't want to nuke it because they want to live here. Right. They need room to grow and they want to take it. So go to the board meetings, go to the school meetings, do what you got to do. Go to church, um, pray. Life is tough. Life is tough. It really is lately. It's been tough for a lot of people. Yeah. But don't give up. You can't. That's There's right. Too much stake. That's true. Very you know, true. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. <clears throat> Folks, we're going to have to go bye bye, I think. But um, sorry, I went over, uh, Dave. No, it's okay. No, that's good. I Everything was great, man. <laughs> um, just a lot of th lot to think about, you know. Um, so, folks, um, well, thank you for being here. Thank you, Brian. It's oh, nice to be able to do a show again. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to be back. Been on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, I know the feeling. And yeah. um, so, folks, we'll uh, be back next Monday, of course, and uh, <clears throat> maybe a time or two between then. Um, but we'll see Monday for sure. Uh, thanks for being with us, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Um, thank you, Lord, that you put these ideas and um, into motion and that people are, um, are informed and informed people are, are, um, are people that can deal with things as they come along. <clears throat> and, um, you know, we just, uh, as always, father, we pray for those out there that don't know you and, that they come to know you um, through your through your words, through others, and as always, they anybody who wants to write to us can write. Um, be glad to talk with you, um, help you work things out if we can, and uh, pray for you. So, <clears throat> but um, anyway, that having been said, uh, just want to say good night, and may you have a blessed uh, week, to Brian. Um, Again, thank you for everything you said. That was awesome. Thanks. Yeah, it was the Lord, I know, but you know, He used you. Thanks. So, <clears throat> sure. Um, okay, folks. So, um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. May He watch your going out and coming in. Your rising up and your lying down. May He give you the peace that passes all understanding in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Bye, folks. Okay. Bye, bye, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Yeah.